keep in mind, keep in mind, for those of you that are unfamiliar with this, okay, it's a strange scenario, but it is one that goes on in in Texas indie wrestling. We have a Pikachu problem. Occasionally at shows, a wild Pikachu will appear. What is up, everybody? We're back. Thanksgiving holiday is over. So we are back in the pit once again. Thursday night's what we do. And so you know where I go from here. Bring in my man. Numero dos, what is happening, my brother? What's up, everybody? Except Nastico. Fuck you, Fuck that guy. Fuck that motherfucker. Man, I'm so excited to be back. We took last Thanksgiving or last Thursday off for Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. My favorite day of the year. Oh, I know. I ate way too much. Up. Way too much. It goes 48 hours in my world. <laughs> we do it Thursday and Friday. We made had one turkey on Thursday and two turkeys on Friday. Yeah, That's you know, man. That's it's, way it's, it's the real way. Return to the pits, right, Matthew? Man, we're gonna get you in here soon. <laughs> so, man, there's been quite a few things going on. A lot, a lot. We've been, we've been gone for a minute, um, and it looks like we got another couple of our usual suspects here too. So we can just kind of bring them on in already, I guess. What do you think? Who we got our got What's our that? Usual, number one usual suspect? Man. Hey, what's happening, y'all? Angel has my shirt in his car, but that's great. No, no, no. Oh, well, you know, I, I wasn't quite sure why there was two shirts in my car, but now I know it's yours. We we were at a show together. Uh, I don't remember what show it was, but I got it was loco wasted. Left uh left my Baracho shirt in the back of his car. Came home yeah. with his Barago eight by ten even. Yeah, since he's since we see Barachos, see talk about Barachos, let's bring in Numero Uno of the Barachos while we're yeah. at it. What is up, drinking hey. right on cue? <laughs> he came in What's with up? a can turned up perfect. Perfect, What's up, man. How much? How, how's everybody doing? Man, uh, doing great. I'm here. I'm ready to talk wrestling. There's a lot of stuff going on. I don't normally have a hot topic to discuss that falls into a category that I think everyone on here will have an opinion on, but today I've got one. Ooh. Ooh. So okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, you want, you want to jump right let's, into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Hot. So this yeah. first this first discussion, this first round, this first argument, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to reveal a little bit of self-reflection because something happened in our Baracho crew chat, and uh, I said something, and it made me come off a certain way, which I didn't mean to come off because it wasn't necessarily the side that I was taking, but it sparked up an argument. GCW is going to Hammerstein. So this is a big deal. This is a big deal. For those of you guys that are not familiar with the background, there is no blood allowed in New York wrestling. There's no blading. There's no nothing. None of it. No blood in New York wrestling. So a lot of people are call, are crying foul because GCW, a deathmatch company, which is, that's, not the, that's not the case really anymore. Uh, but can't they can't do a death match there? And they're booking guys like Atticus Kogar, um, Alex Cologne, a couple of their guys that do death matches on the card. 
and, and they're going to be at Hammerstein. And so I got to ask, does GCW really have to have blood to um, A, be at Hammerstein, which I think doesn't really even need to be asked, but can GCW really establish its legacy at the Hammerstein without a drop of per, you know, purposeful blood? So um, my, my take on that is, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. I you were going to talk. No. My take on that is, um, yeah, Hammerstein was known for ECW and all the extreme wrestling back then. And GCW originally was more of a deathmatch promotion, violent, and uh, all those, the fuckery, fuckery friendly and all that shit. So a lot of people that were like fans of GCW since day one, they're expecting to see that style of wrestling up to date. Sure. Sadly, in, in the world of uh, deathmatch uh, wrestling, wrestlers don't last that long because of injuries or because of other issues. <clears throat> so you can't really expect someone to run heavy uh, deathmatch shows or full deathmatch shows for very long. I know ICW is doing it right now, but also you see how often they have to pull people out of the shows because they're injured or they got injured on other promotion. So, yeah, as much as we would love to see Deathmatch and get a flashback of what it used to be at the ECW shows at Hammerstein, it's not going to happen. But now, in this date, GCW doesn't need that match. And that's that's what I was gonna say is like and we talked about it when we were saying like you know with ever since Zack Ryder Cardona um showed up and he did a death match and did his thing, but you could kind of see how like GCW seems like they're trying to step away move, from it. Step away from it and get more to where like I think they're geared to trying to get on TV, like to get an yeah. actual network TV deal. Like I think that's where they're trying to head. And, and that's, eliminating deathmatch, unfortunately, would increase their odds in that. Yeah, uh, but actually, I, think, that, I, I don't know if that's debatable or not. If you, you, it is, we can talk about it. But that that might be a thing already because he already announced how many shows he's having next year, and we did the calculation, and it's almost a show per week in the next year. Wow! wow. The only way to have that many shows and make money is gonna be if you have a TV deal. There's no yeah. way you're. <laughs> You're gonna run that many shows and have a sell out, sold out crowd at every single one of those shows. It's a good point. Yeah. My yeah, argument is this. Oh no, Angel, you go. No, I was just simply gonna say. Uh, to be honest, I haven't seen GCW as a deathmatch promotion in, in, in a very long time. I feel like they are exactly. they are a hybrid promotion that mm -hmm. now still does deathmatch stuff. So I, I think a lot of a lot of like GCW fans who like also deathmatch fans just have to start realizing like hey they're changing and maybe this one event it doesn't have a deathmatch and that's okay because it allows these uh, these performers to show a different side to them that that we may not know is there like i i've seen like i remember uh, i i never had I forget what match you showed me, Brad, with Atticus. I thought Atticus was just like, oh, he's just another deathmatch guy. This dude wrestled his ass off. I was like, whoa, he's actually a badass fucking wrestler as well. So I think this adds another layer to GCW that I think a lot of times just gets lost because 
you know, the big, you know, the, the big storylines that people always heard of with GCW was the deathmatch stuff. Well, here's the chance for them to show a different side of them. I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, now I, I want to hear what Brad has to say. <laughs> now I want to hear what you guys. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> I, I think that GCW uh, stated its claim a couple years ago that it was going to be a place that has a little bit of everything. Um, and I think that you're welcome to be that. I think fans, here's my take. Excuse me. Uh, fans are so caught up in things being the way that they were. It's why people can't let go of Hulk Hogan. It's why people can't lo- let go of John Cena. Like, people really hold on to a legacy that doesn't exist anymore. And the reality of it is, like Juan said, if GCW was the way it was back in holidays, it wouldn't be this big. GCW has changed, it has evolved, it has grown. It's become the new ECW, the new ROH, the new place to be on the Indies. It's the number one spot. And it literally has a little bit of everything. I think if anyone deserves to be in the Hammerstein, it's GCW. But for the cost of that is today, you can't read from this chapter. And I'm okay with that. I don't particularly want to travel to that show. There's a couple other things that that end up popping up that I want to do. But I think it's great. Paul and Shane are going. I I think that's amazing. It's going to be a badass show. But honestly – I think people who are calling for blood are being a bit much. And that's my take. And I want to bring in somebody else, too, that's going to join us in this conversation that knows a little bit about GCW because um, he worked a, did a combo show with them. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> so what's up? What's happening? What's up, dude? Bringing him in a little early to t- join okay. in this conversation. We don't. Need, we can keep going with it. He said he would join us for this conversation. What's up, brother? No, nothing. Just chilling, dog. Uh I'm just here talking about blood, enjoying y'all's podcast, your video podcast. I like yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, man. Yeah, honestly, I, I like what y'all talking about because, man, we're, we all try to do something really cool. You know what I mean? I love what they do. I think a lot of people are, are just trying to, like, you know, show out. Man, it's everybody showing out, dog. Like, not not just them. VXS, a lot of these other promotions. No peace. Uh, everybody wants to shine right now. I love it. It's inspiring. So what's your thoughts about how, like, you know, GCW used to be kind of more of a deathmatch thing to now not so much? Like, what's your thoughts Dude, on that? Because they're getting to that higher level, bro. That's what it exactly. is. Sometimes you got to change. It's like with me, the whole weed thing on my mask. Eventually, it's going to, I'm going to, what if I grow that? What will people think? And we yeah. take it off. Right. Exactly, dog. It's one of those yeah. things. So yeah, that's a good point. That's a good comparison. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think they bring the fire every time. Like just like Loco, man, like they're, they're good for it. They're producing on the Indies. They're giving guys a, a stage. Like if anybody belongs to the hammer scene, it's GCW. Yeah. They're, they're wrecking it right now. They deserve it. Um, dude, they're shining. They're, they're the hardest going right now, dog. Like they're booking everything. Like it, dude, like you saw the road to Hammerstein dog. It's, it's happening off. It's starting on uh, in Houston, so tomorrow it's gonna night. be cool. That Ooh. tomorrow night is that what you said? Night. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Night. Uh, oh, Saturday damn. night, Dallas. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. right. Yeah, dude, they have a pretty cool stack card, man. Um, I think Bandito is gonna be here. I think, but it's not gonna be no. De- it's not. Uh, from what I heard, it's not gonna be no death matches. No, this is gonna be like a lot of hardcore stuff. No, probably mm-hmm. not for sure because you have John Wayne Murdoch versus Jimmy Lloyd on Saturday in Dallas, and that's definitely going to be a death match. And Alex Cologne's probably going to be there for that as well. And I think I think when GCW comes down here, they always do their death match stuff more in Dallas. We just got lucky last time, Casadica versus Nick Gage 
is was legitimately the fuck fest that you had to be there for. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I was there, so you know, I think a lot of y'all were there, and honestly, yeah. it was one of my my favorite <laughs> matches from Sadika, like to this day, dude. That in the first John Wayne is fire. Yeah, I still this got the thumbtacks. This, this is, is the thumbtacks from that show still in my shoe. <laughs> from that match, dude. That that, that match that. is crazy. That was one of my favorites. How about let's switch gears a little bit? Mickey Knuckles versus Sadika. You announced it. <laughs> This is the feud to end all feuds. We saw Mickey Knuckles and Sadika have a clash at the end of the last show. The good, the bad, and the fake. Talk to us about this match, Daddy. Man, dude, like as soon as as soon as it ended, I hit up like Mickey a couple of days later. We fucking we burned the bread, and you know we 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 talked it out. And I was like, hey, let's make this match, dog. And she was like, I'm all for it. Let's do it in January. And she's like, okay, let's do this. And I was like, hair versus mask. And we got the deal done. And it's going to happen January the 21st at Yasi uh, Chiflado No Tarvez, dude. So I'm excited, dude. Like, you already know the hype is there. Uh, dude, like, those two bitches are going to kill each other in the fucking ring, dog. You already know they go hard to the paint. Uh, they're the two top females in the deathmatch game right now. And uh, they're going clashing, and they're going to do it at Loco. That's going to be cool. It's going to be something else. So, And we know some people are gonna, tuning in to hear for another match announcement. I think we can kind of flow right into that right now if you want to. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, as far as, like, the next match, uh, I don't know which one you want to do, Joshua, but just let about, everybody see it. How about this one? Ooh, there you go. Oh, Shane shit. Taylor versus <laughs> Whoa. Where's this match coming from? Talk to us about this match. Uh, this was uh, a Pedro idea, uh, and he says, "Bro, man, dog, I gotta put Shane Taylor, Shane Taylor's fire against Hernandez." And he was like, "All right, let's do that." So there you go, there you go, Houston. We're doing Shane Taylor <laughs> versus uh, Hernandez. I've been a, a, a Hernandez fan since TASW back in the day. And Shane he's worked Taylor. local before already, right? Yeah, he's been. A, yeah. yeah, and yeah. then he's he worked Gino, right? Gino and yeah. stuff like that. And Shane Taylor, I'm a big fan because him and his matches with Ray Rowe in like NWA Houston back in the day were absolute fire. And you know, I followed him a little bit in the Ohio Indies, and I've always been a big fan. So I feel like those two would be a, a great clash for Loco. I like the captions on the book, by the way, too. Voted most likely to knock you out and most likely to stab you twice. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if y'all can see that. Y'all can see that yeah. font. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the no, it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, I hope people like this. We're doing Sadika uh, versus Mickey Knuckles, uh, Shane Taylor versus um, uh, versus Hernandez. And uh, I want to give you a little scoop, guys. I know I told a wow. lot of these guys. But I'm gonna give it. It's just for the. It's just for this podcast. The next match is gonna be Joe Alonzo versus Marco Stunt. So if you're listening oh. to it, I'm not gonna drop that till later in the, the nice. next couple of weeks. But y'all got that exclusive. That's gonna be the next match at uh Nasi Chiflado no Travis. You're going all out. Yeah, bro. Mark, That's just three. Marco Stunt versus Joe Alonzo. Yeah. I'm excited about Marco Stunt. I know I'm gonna be yeah. there. I'm gonna be at front row like always. We're gonna be up front, take up the whole front row. Yep. Yeah. And everybody we'll be loves, in the front row. loves to hate everybody loves to hate Joe Alonzo, so that's good. That always brings in the crowd. Man, that cage match between him and Dante <laughs> was legit. Loved it. For real. 
Hey, what was do. your favorite matches that, that you were there? Like, tell me our honest opinion. What was your favorites? Uh, I would probably have to say mine was the cage match. That was a good one. I like that one. Honestly, that my favorite show, match was... was Stackhouse and Mysterious Q. I had to go back and watch it twice, dog. I love that fucking match. Damn, man, that uh, was Drago impressive. Lowrider was the shit, too. Drago oh, yeah. Was the shit. Q and Stackhouse, that was pretty good. I saw a lot of clips of that, and holy crap. I was talking to Breast Vlogs while Sam Stackhouse was going, and I was like, you cannot hate a fat guy wrestler. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I, there for 20 minutes. I was just trying to make a joke. Like, like the yeah. big guy, he's in there. Yeah. He did it. Like, how do you hate on that? And then Stackhouse is moonsault and doing it crazy. Sorry, That's what I'm saying. Stackhouse, Stackhouse, Stackhouse this isn't, isn't just a fat guy wrestler, though. That's the thing about Stackhouse. Like, that guy is going to do some stuff that you're going to be like, that's not going to happen. That's not going to – oh, shit, that happened. Like, you you see him tease it. There's no way. Like, the whole time, even when he's setting up to do the moonsaults off the second rope, you're like, that's not – he can't do that. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Holy shit, he just did that. Yeah, that's that's Stackhouse right there. I saw him at the, yeah. the show I went to. We go viral with Stackhouse, dog, for real. He does some amazing things. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's going to return like, January the 21st, and y'all going to pop who he's going to wrestle, man. Wow. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I got a lot of cool stuff planned up. Um, I really can't say all of it. I don't want to just just give you everything, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be one of the sexiest fucking cards ever, dog. Y'all gonna fucking love it from top to bottom. Uh, it's it's gonna be fucking cool, um, dude. Pistol Pete's working the phones. He's putting every. He's trying to give you all the best matches he we could possibly pull off on that Friday, and. Uh, same same rules, local rules, BYOB, fourteen uh, friendly. Uh, you know the Houston Premier is becoming a meme, meme central. So you know, <laughs> come on, dog. Like the Premier, we're doing something special down there, dog. So yeah, yeah I just want to say, we're talking about my favorite match, that Chris Carter versus ASF match. That was my fucking favorite match. That was straight fucking fire. You know, it was so good. I look in the back and. Every single wrestler is outside, outside, just looking. You're like in fucking amazement. That was, I think, my favorite ASF match I've seen, and definitely my favorite Chris Carter match I've seen. That match, I was like, I, I you, I Those stood up. Guys, I'm like, yo, that was, bro. And Iguana Man, Mr. Iguana. Oh, Mark, so fucking hard. I'm like, dude, you understand how much how much of a fan I am for Mr. Iguana? That's number one Iguana fan. <laughs> Dude, I, I am so fucking when that he came out, I was I was smiling from ear to ear. Dude. Mark that uh, shout out to WrestleRate. Uh they hooked it up with that, dog. Like we knew oh. uh, Iguana was in town for a show here in Houston and uh he was doing like an autograph signing. So we're like, Hey bro, you wanna hop on? And he was like, Fuck yeah, I wanna hop on. So he said, You wanna wrestle Ninja Mac? And he said, Let's do this. And he showed up. That's great match. Nice. That was I, I just wanna throw that in my bag over good. So there, there's a match that I've been talking to Brad about that someone needs to book. And of all the promotions that I know, the only ones that can pull it off is either GCW or you. And this match, I don't think no one has ever done it. I would love to see Effie go against Pimpinela. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool. Yes. Please, I love that. Local, please. 
or even, or even, uh, even Maximo. Uh, no anger. Oh, no, yeah. it, it, it has to be. Don't hit a Maximo, man. Don't hit a Maximo. I love people that like, you know, she's a legend, but you know, he's her, he, she, he, he would be epic. That would be epic. Bro, that would be fucking fire, man. I'm like, I popped for that match, dog. Like, I would love to have that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and all three brothers drink at the same time. Did y'all see that? <laughs> no. Yeah, let's catch it. All three of y'all drink at the same time. That's Morato <laughs> style right there. <laughs> all three of us the same. <laughs> Sorry. Love it. Yeah, that match would be awesome, man. What else you got for us, Jaime? Uh, nothing really, man. I just I just wanted to say I appreciate everybody going to the shows. Um, uh, Shane Taylor versus Hernandez. Mickey <sighs> Knuckles versus Sadika. Joe Alonzo versus fucking Marco Stunt, January the 21st. Yasichi Flauron. I hope, uh, dude, wait till the rest of the card and you're going to be like, fuck. Wait until you open that yearbook. You're going to be like, fuck, man, Yasichi Flauron. Part two, uh, it's gonna be fucking cool. So yeah. we got a lot hey, of. Hey, ceviche guy there again? Oh uh, yes, same guys. Everything. I'm trying to get the guy, uh, that Backfish Brewery, to bring me two coolers this time around. I'm working on that for y'all. Hey, that was some good beer. Yeah, guys, I want to get y'all drunk. I want to get y'all free shots. Uh, I want to throw the latest party, party wrestling. Pretty much, we, we can do January the twenty first, dog. So, which you fly those right now, bro. We're going all out for the fans of Houston and for the people of Texas, dog. So, I hope you appreciate this card. No, for yeah. sure. And for Very first cool, of all, don't even realize I was how big getting Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor hasn't done like indie wrestling in years ever since he signed on to Ring of Honor. Unfortunately, because of Ring of Honor situation. So, I don't know if this might be this is one of his first like legit bookings outside of Ring of Honor in years. So that's that's massive. Yeah. So that's uh, that's crazy, I know, man. I can't wait, dog. Like that was a that was a match Lowrider has been wanting to put on for a very long time, and uh, fuck it, I said I told Pedro do it, dog, and we're like, all right, cool. So yeah, yeah. ASF is gonna come back too, but y'all gonna pop cool. We're gonna put him in there though. So right. it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna yeah. be one of those oddball oddball. You're gonna be like, yeah, that's fucking loco. <laughs> can, we get, can we just get a yes or no from you? Are you going to be able to bring back? Well, no, you can't bring back Ninja Mac in lo- next time, huh? No, I don't think we're we're going to be Ninja Mac list. We're going to be Gino list. We're going to be BK list. So I'm going to flip the whole script. That's why I was like, because MLW is running that same night. So there was a couple yeah, of guys uh-huh. that I couldn't get, but now. Sure. Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna change. It's not gonna look like the last show. It's gonna look a little. We're gonna bring some people back. You know, we're gonna bring the Chris Carters, the Dante Leones. You know, your Lowrider, your your Sadika. You know, like yeah. So sorry, but everything sorry. else is gonna be a little bit different. I'm not worried about it because I know that everything that y'all do has been amazing. I'm not mi- trying to miss any loco shows unless there's like a funeral in the family. So. I'm there, baby. <laughs> I really appreciate that, guys. You know what I mean. I have to go back into the warehouse yep. because we're gonna uh, we're cleaning up for G- uh, Game Changer tomorrow. Uh, so come uh, right. check it out. So high, December third, uh, dude. Game Changer. Some of the local guys. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Bandito, bro. Bandito. Effie for hey. Sadika. Come on. You saw that promo with Effie? That was fucking crazy. It was funny. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I'll see y'all tomorrow. If y'all going, I'll see y'all tomorrow. 
I appreciate everybody. I love y'all show, guys. Thank you for letting me be on it. Appreciate you, brother. All right, man. Thanks. Had to, he had to bring him in on that conversation. We we're talking about GCW. I'm like, well, I got a guy here waiting. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he said he wanted to join. So, yeah, no, Dude, nobody, nobody puts it on like Loco. Honestly, right now, Loco's untouchable. Yeah, I was saying, and like I would say, like my that was that was the second event that I took my girl to, and she oh, loved yeah. it. Loved it. She she was from ear to ear just smiling the whole time just freaking out yeah you know, sometimes she forgets it's fake it's fake oh no sorry not fake it's predetermined how my dare bad. you i know i know oh no 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 it's predetermined Cut him up. Cut him up. fuck how man man that's how that's that that's that you know, <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk about bullshit on this show now hiring for number three <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking for a new hero bro we're looking for a macho crew member. We Taking are looking for application. anything. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, there's only there's only one bougie angel, man. We can't get rid of him. My bad, my bad. Mia culpa, mia culpa. Hey, there's only one. Yeah, the damn right. There's only one bougie ass angel. Right. He'll, he can buy and sell all of us. You know what I mean? We got to be careful. Oh, for sure, man. I wish. I wish so man. Um, we change gears a little bit. We're talking about indie wrestling, so we can kind of go there. Um, and Numero Uno has a has something he wants to talk about with a death match yeah. coming up. We like talking about death match. I We've guess. been kind of doing that, so it ties together, but a little we closer can, to home. We can keep doing announcements. For, y- for y'all. Yeah. 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 It's not my home. I never will be my home, but it's over there. Cool. Dude. Want to talk about it, or you want to just drop it and show? Just drop about? it and just drop it, and I'll go. All right. Yo, so finally, it's happening. A long time in the making. Uh, it started off uh, with their uh, fight at the uh, Razo Nida show with heavy metal, and uh, Raxo ripped the uh, insane shirt, and insane got pretty upset about it. And they just battled out the day. Sadly, no one had booked that match on a one-on-one mm-hmm. until AAPW booked it. And I'm very surprised that it's going to be a dead match because AAPW is very family-friendly. But... I was going to say, is that's not a thing that they normally yeah, do, right? It's, I've it's, never been to an AAPW show, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very family-friendly. Uh, but Location. It, if I'm not mistaken, this is going to be their last uh, show gonna... of the year. So they want to go all out. Yeah. This is going to be a full, full out dead match. Raxo versus yeah, Insane. Yeah, no, I mean, Insane, Insane's been making his name. Yeah. 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 Technically, Raxo has not accepted this match yet. We have not technically heard. Raxel's response. But oh, really? We have not. Uh, insane challenge, Raxel, to a match. Uh, it, it came after Simply Lost. Uh, insane was just on one after after losing to Corvus. And he, he said, oh, Okay, enough. Simply Lost has happened? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and he said, you know what? That's enough. I'm sending out a challenge. And that's when he put out the initial challenge. ABW's accepted and put out the match. But Insane told me today that that Raxo hasn't reared his chicken head yet and said chicken head. Uh, cowardly Ooh. chicken head, whatever Insane oh. said, and accepted yeah. the challenge. But I, I think that's really just more Ooh. Insane trying to get in Raxo's head. I don't think Raxo's going to not show up for this one. 
I don't think so either. I've seen. I mean, I'm a. I'm actually pretty big fan of Rox's work, and he's pretty, <clears throat> pretty good. I've seen him. He. I got to see him in Corpus at GCWA. Yep. Um, Raxo is one of the most underrated. Should be on a larger scale that he is talents in Texas right now, and that is the truth. Um, heavy metal, loco, GCWA. Uh, LWA everywhere, man. Like Raxo's been everywhere, and he's wrestled some badass guys. Um, if I had to pick a favorite other than my favorite match, the five way scramble uh, at Loco with Raxo, and it was really good. Oh, I yeah, mean, he was in that. It's like he's crazy talented, and like Juan mentioned, they've squared off before, but never one on one. It was a death match, it was at uh, Heavy Metals Raza Unita, it was the Baracho death match. And oh yeah, uh-huh. we got a taste of it. We got a little bit of a taste of, of what has been to come, and Insane's really been chopping at the bit for seven months for some revenge. And in in a week and a half, he's gonna get it. Yeah, nine days, nine days. We have a ton of shit, man. Like we have a, the Barato crew has a ton of shit. We have been saving and building and saving for this day for a while. I will tell you, I personally am in possession of. Almost, not quite, thanks to Simply Lost, which honestly it was well worth it. But uh, I'm just under 10,000 tax. And Raxo and Insane can have them all if they want them. And the cool thing about Insane and those that have been following him, he always, he's been lately, not, I don't know about always, uh, but lately been, his gear has been like a tribute. Um, that tribute gear is always making me pop every time. So I'm kind of wondering if he's going to have yeah, a new one. He's been doing it uh, for all his dead matches. He's been paying tribute yeah, to. That's what I thought. Uh, the seven one was pretty uh, sick. Dead match. Dead yeah, match. He yeah. did Funk last time, right? The last one was Funk. Yeah, he, he has done Funk, Sabu. He uh, did Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack. Bonita. Yes, that was good too. Yeah. I dig that kind of stuff, man. I love it. Because then it's all like, because, you know, we see these guys a lot, you know, and we get to know some of them, but then, like, you're not even going to know what he's, who he's. You know what I mean? Until it comes out. Like, right. That's kind of, you know what I mean? That just makes another level. You know what I mean? That I just really, really, really love. I can't wait and to see what's next. Too. You know what I mean? Like, not only is like, oh, Insane's talented. Oh, Insane's going to fucking bring it. But then what, who's he going to be? Who, whose tribute is it this time? You know? Like, yeah. that's, I dig that shit here's, so much. Here's my thing, too. Death matches. Now, 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 I'm not talking about death match wrestling, entire death match cards. But death matches are starting to become normalized on 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 the scene and on the indie sure. scene. Like you got guys like Mercer, um, Insane, Corvus, uh, Casanova, Ruben, Scotty, uh, a ton of guys in Texas right now that are willing to step up and, well, and do a death match. And wasn't I think there a triple threat at Simple and Simply Lost? Wasn't there a triple threat? There was a triple, mm-hmm. there was a triple threat at Simply Lost, which we'll get into because I thought we'd spend a few minutes breaking down the whole card. Uh, okay, so it was cool. A it was a small card, but I figured yeah, we would just feature it, make yep. sure we covered we covered cool. simply lost because it was yeah. fucking great. It far exceeded my already yes. good expectations. So um, but yeah, I think this this is where deathmatch belongs. Honestly, like insane is not a deathmatch wrestler. Mercer's not a deathmatch wrestler. Ruben's they they would wrestle death matches. Ruben is really was what doing. Yeah. <laughs> Point. Like these are guys that will go toe to toe and bang. They have technical skills. They have lucha style. They have great back. Great Scott's got an amazing technical background. But sometimes a death match just belongs on the card. It's just three guys that want to go out there and hammer it out. I mean, simply lost was a great example. There was no feud behind it. 
it was it was a really classic hardcore match with a lot of deathmatch elements, and it, it proved that you didn't need tubes, you didn't need barbed wire, you didn't need a ton oh, no. of blood. It was a really good match. To clarify, though, it was technically it was a fans bring the weapons match, so not having no. Those it, things was a death match. it was a death oh, match. I thought it was a. I thought the card said or the 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 graphic said fans bring a death bring, but it said death match, but fans bring weapons. It was a I fans that, bring oh. weapons death match. So there okay, is, there is if you wanted to get like weirdly nerdly technical, there is a difference. Like a fans bring the weapons match would typically just be like you brought a guitar, you brought a chair, you brought yeah. a bat. Yeah, but this is one like it was a death match, death. Like it was great, but not to take up too much time, but just just seeing all these these death matches pop up on cards, I love it. I love it because I think it gives these guys an opportunity to step outside the box. And to say that it's unwanted is bullshit because we had death matches on AEW. We've got fire on AEW now. We've got a lot of death match relative spots taking place all over the place. So to deny that people want to see it or to say that people don't want to see a little bit of violence is wrong. So I'm stoked about it. And honestly, yeah. in my opinion, with Ruben out, and this is not just because he's my favorite. But honestly, Luchador Insane has been leading the deathmatch charge uh, with Aaron Mercer in the state of Texas. Those two have been going head-to-head as to who's willing to go the hardest, who's willing to do the most. And, and they're really paving the way. And now you've got Corvus stepping up. You've got Chino popping up back in the scene again. You know, it's, it was great to see these guys come out and, and see a purpose and see fans more willing to accept it. That, that's my five-minute rant. I know we've talked a lot about no. deathmatches so far, but Not honestly – it's, it's going nice. to lead into what we're going to talk about next, so that's cool. It's nice to see a little bit of the shine and, and, and people shit on it less. Like, I was really cool with GCW not having a death match at Hammerstein because, again, that's the Hall of Fame. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, just like real life, some days we have to put on a suit and tie and be on our best behavior, even though that's, that's not who we truly are at heart. But we got to do it. Um, April will be interesting. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm ready okay. for it. That's my yeah. birthday. That's probably what he's talking about. It's my birthday. My national mm-hmm. birthday. No, but seriously, like, it's it's really good to see it. And I think Simply Lost and um, WrestleRave even are two companies that prove that you can have a death match on the card without a feud and fans still love it. Because if you ask me, WrestleRave's first show, Casanova versus Luchador Insane stole the card. And it was a death match. It was not something people were expecting. But they were they were surprised to see it. And again, it wasn't a ton. You don't have to go the distance. You don't have to RSP versus Matt Tream on it. Anyway, yeah, I'm with it too. I mean, like I said, I dabbled in it and pushed the limits of my venue and equipment allowance of my first show and when I had Ruben and Cuervo. Yep. <laughs> so and people were loving it. So I'm yours was definitely that. yours was definitely a, a France being the weapons death match. I, I brought yeah. most of the weapons. They were very deadly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and yeah, Cuervo's still recovering. Um, so yeah, <laughs> those, some, of those, really things, some of those things lingered a little bit. I feel longer really bad about that, Cuervo. If you're out there, man, I did not realize that 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 weapon would those tacks on that plastic would, would be that way. I'm so sorry, man. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was like hours after the show, and he we were still trying to stop blood. <laughs> it <was really> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I felt yeah, that, and that's that and that's at PPW at a KC Hall where we're not supposed to do any of that. I actually told <laughs> Ashley as the match was going on, if Ruben drops that bat anywhere near me, I'm going to kick it under the ring because that thing is <laughs> And he didn't, so it did. <laughs> so you said let's let's go ahead and I mean we were talking about that. So the triple threat uh, death match, bring the weapons, was one of the matches that simply lost their debut inaugural show. Let's not understand that. First ever show. 
Shirts, Texas, this Sunday. It was great. Yeah, this past Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't go down there. Yeah, don't go this Sunday. They won't be there. I mean, you could barely start a fight. It just depends on who's there, and it might go bad. It might be a real death match. But anywho. So this is what um, I want to say. <laughs> no, go ahead. So, like, I just want to, I just want to make sure it's clear. I mean, we had uh, the co-promoter on the show on our last episode to, to kind of introduce it. Um, but um, oh, there, that's who said it. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, yes. Ooh, that's interesting. I have heard rumblings of, I think, what Biss is talking about. Wow. I wonder if it's, and then with Mike, whoa, we got lots of April grumblings happening around here then. I'm a really good secret keeper. Just so y'all know, when promoters tell me shit and say, don't tell your friends, I actually don't tell my friends. He doesn't. It's annoying. It's it's pretty (laughs) annoying. Yeah. I'm I'm the worst secret keeper at work too, because I'll keep a secret way too long. And I'll be like, okay, now that I can tell you, this happened. And everyone's like, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but it that's super cool um, but yeah so so yeah the inaugural show simply lost productions we had uh, bryson scott on here to talk about it how big of a deal it was and um so we've touched on it so there was a triple threat it was chino corvus and insane mm-hmm. weapons or fans bring the weapons death match because he called yes. it that too but um yeah so how did i mean y'all were there or were, who was all there Angel, were you there? Juan, I was in New York. Oh, that's right. You were, yeah, living your bougie life. That's right. Okay. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, it was me, Juan, and Ashley. And first thing no I want to say, like, just because I love <laughs> to shout out, like, the promotions. Great mm-hmm. job, Bryson and Veronica. Like, it, what a great atmosphere. What a great venue. They had an amazing venue. Great, great beer prices. $3.50 beers. How do, you can't Yeah. But not only that. Get better. Yeah. Not, a, not only that, um, Bryson was at the front door greeting people. Veronica was super nice. They put on a great show. Anyway, shout out to y'all. Really, really good show. Really proud they of both worked the show. They both yeah. worked the show as well. Yeah. We can uh, talk about their matches too. That's all like I said, say, sadly, I, sadly, I wasn't there. I mean, and as we've been pretty clear, I, I'm not really in a capacity to go to any shows. So hopefully all these promoters know that I'm not going for – reasons personal reasons not anything to do with their shows mm-hmm. you know so i try to support from here like <laughs> this is the best i can do so that's why let's try to hype these things up and pull you know promote from here as we can so let's kind of recap all the matches like i'm really i want to get y'all's views since y'all were there that's my thing you know so let so how'd the card start who was do you remember the order yeah 50 so beers makes it hard started, to remember the card started with bryson just kind of saying thanks to the crowd and we did um they, they honored the veterans and they did the Star Spangled Banner or uh, National Anthem. And then and uh, the first match Bryson's was, a veteran, by the way, too, if he didn't. Right. Just to point right. Out, I thought that was super cool. And we were at the VFW. We were at the VFW. That's another thing that's a huge plus. Everything that you – anything that you buy from the VFW contributes to the VFW. So that's super including nice. The boat, including the beer. Yeah. Yep. Great organization. Exactly. So it's really just all around giving back to them. Bryson actually opened the show, didn't he, Juan, uh, against Ricardo? No, that was the second match. So what was well, the first match? Oh, it was a tr- – it was a – what was the opener, Juan? A, a three-way with uh, – I don't know. It's guys. I don't think – oh. Let me look it up. Hold on. Casey David, Blackheart. Casey Blackheart, David Kidd. Black and, and a guy that looked like Juggernaut. Yeah, there's a there was a newer guy. I think he might have been a local talent. 
really good. And, and we kind of made fun of the gimmick when he came out, but honestly, it, it was pretty good. It was a good match. It was great. Casey, triple threat. Casey Blackrose, by the way, not Blackheart. That's a different person. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. My <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's a character from, uh, you know, from Marvel. <laughs> I was just saying, you know. I'm not going to be back today. Um, like Casey yeah. took the win there in a, in a great match. The end actually kind of highlighted something that took place. So Royal Taxation actually was not able to comp compete as Simply Lost. To uh, Richie wasn't able to, to be on the card that evening. So uh, it was actually his taxing partner that attacked in, in the match. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Vice. And um, yeah, out of the seats even. Brandon was sitting in the front row and he just decided, hang on, let me just take my shirt off real well, quick. So it was David Kidd. David Kidd and Robert yeah. Baines. That's who y'all left. Y'all forgot. Okay. Robert that's, Baines that's... Was, was who we didn't know. He, great, great, great wrestler. But uh, mm -hmm. Casey Blackrose takes the win there. Really great yep. match. It was about 15 minutes, if I, I, got if the, I remember correctly. I got the card in the results now. So I can I can help now. Led into Bryson versus Ricardo, which was a great match. Ricardo yeah. Rodriguez. I love, I love folks, both of them. Those that are not sure who that is, that he was the used to work for the E as the announcer for Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Ricardo I was just saying I, I saw him on a local show. Yeah. I he, was I, I didn't know he could He's not an announcer, guys. He's yeah. an announcer for the E, which is another example of why they're fucking stupid and don't know how to book people fucking right. Yeah, so we're dude. not going to do that rant today. <laughs> You've done that plenty. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I would say yeah because I, I saw Maloko and I was pleasantly surprised. He 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 worked. He was damn no. good. I was like, no, wow. That was what a waste. Bryson, that's not shocking. Bryson and he's a huge Pokemon guy. Match. He was one of that Pokemon match for a while. Guy. I did yeah. not know that. I'm sitting on a collection of Pokemon cards. I got all my Pokemon cards and I'm buying them down here. Too. I did not know that. That was interesting. Yeah. So he was winning that match a lot, and that match meant a lot to him. Uh, Bryson, I know that for sure. And so I think he took the win, didn't he? Yes. How did the Bryson Scott took the win over Ricardo Rodriguez? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great match. Great match. Honestly. I mean, I was like, um, that was the to me that of the card when I saw the card, I was like, that's the can't miss. Like, that's a guaranteed. You can put that in the beginning, the end, the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like that was good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Too Matthew, that was a hell of a match too. Except like Ricardo Rodriguez is not an announcer, guys. Like he's a fucking talent. He's a wrestler. He's a worker. He can fucking work. Nobody, nobody in WWE is not a former or current wrestler. Yeah. Honestly, most of them. Yeah. Most that's where everyone comes from. Except for that's Michael Cole. That Fuck that guy. That's a sad Except part. So many of the talents die there in, in, in the in off table. But anyway, fuck Michael Cole. Sorry, I hate that guy. Anyway, <laughs> so next match was uh, Byron Anthos versus Simply Luscious, intergender match. Right, which I had that? never seen Byron Anthos. I had never seen him before. Juan had seen him before. I oh, actually yeah? saw him in the bathroom. He was putting on his whole getup in the bathroom while I was taking a pee, and I thought he was going to be a mime. But great match. Luscious came out. This Luscious takes the win in there, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, you're mistaken. Try to guess the other. You got another Damn guess, it. though. You get two guesses. Pikachu came oh, out. Pikachu. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Pikachu showed up at the end of the match. That is correct. I totally forgot about that. Then we had, was he, then was we he had, part of the reason why? Was there a interference by Pikachu? Yeah, somewhat. She was trying to hit him with a chair. She was trying to she hit Pikachu to, with a chair? She was trying to use a chair, and Pikachu came out to stop her. Oh, got it. Keep in got mind. It. Keep in mind, for those of you that are unfamiliar with this, okay, it's a strange scenario, but it is one that goes on in te in Texas indie wrestling. We have a Pikachu problem. And <laughs> I was going to say, 
Occasionally at shows, a wild Pikachu will appear. We've I think ever, ever since Rachel Rose like super kicked him, right? It's been like he's been like getting vengeance everywhere since. We've seen him at New Texas, I believe. We've seen him at Heavy Metal. Now we've seen him at Simply Lost. It's crazy. There's a wild Pikachu. And he showed up at Simply Lost, cost Luscious the match. But honestly, so how, was, it was, what was, how was Byron Anthel? So I've never seen him live. Like, was it? Because I've heard very of him. enjoyable. I really appreciated that he he didn't milk the jester gimmick. Like I expected him to honestly go out there and just kind of you know be real gimmicky, and he wasn't. It, it really talented. It was a good back and forth. Played they played to each other's strengths well. I enjoyed Byron for, for first time I seen him. I was impressed. Very cool. And then so then from there they went to the semi main event, uh, the tag match. It was Los Toxicos versus uh, Horsepower. Who's a kind of an up and coming team in the state? They've been kind of catching a lot of a lot of fire just real re- recently because they kind of just really formed that team. Yeah, uh, Eddie Martinez and uh, his partner. I was unfamiliar with with them. I just yeah, well, I like they're remember a, they're, the second name. Yeah, they're a very new team. Uh, two they were formed. I mean, singles performers that have you know joined forces to. Yeah. Try it to was take a great, over tag, and they've been kind of jumping around everywhere. Like their name's starting to pop up a lot. They had a really good chemistry. Yeah. They had a really good chemistry. I mean, obviously, we all wanted to see Royal Taxation, um, but it was a really good injury. sub in. Yeah. It was a really good sub in. They had a lot of uh, a lot of charisma on that team. Yeah, positive vibes. Even though I, you know, I hate I hate them, but I don't like to see people injured. So hopefully, Richie's little man can heal. I don't know how the smaller bones heal when they're such a tiny person. Usually, they're still brittle, so it's surprising mm-hmm. that it broke. Um, you know, like when you're so small and uh, little like that. But um, he um, he's he's healing, and we'll be back for us to boo him with step ladder is needed. Yeah, he's just a little bit hurt. He's just a little he's just a little hurt with a little a little injury. Yeah, but um, boom. Hey, it no, but seriously, yeah, but R J for sure. You know, get well soon, brother. Yeah, um, hell yeah, man! I missed you at the show, man. We were really looking yeah. forward to. It. I was, I was really, uh, I was, I did not know that Richie was not on the card even after Brandon uh, did his run in, and I was still shouting for Royal Taxation. And somebody, I, Juan was like, "They're not here. It's not happening." It was a day. Is he got injured like two days before? <laughs> I was like, man, no one told me, but I was still rooting for y'all, Royal Taxation. Just so you know. Yeah, I mean, that's when you talk about teams in Texas. That's they're one of the best. <laughs> yeah. If you if you love him or hate him, if you've been following uh, following Texas reviews um, or Texas wrestling reviews um, polls, oh, Royal yeah. Taxation actually not only got wrote in. I mean, everybody has to get written in, but sure. going strong. Like people have really been behind Royal Taxation, so they should. Strong. I mean, I think they're the they're one of the top teams in the, the the state. They were my they were my honest favorite to win the PPW Tag Team Tournament before things happened. Mm. I didn't mean to strike a nerve. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So the, main event, so the main mm-hmm. event that we led into was the Fans Bring the Weapons Death Match featuring Luchador Insane, uh, Corvus, and Chino Reyes. Um, great, great weapons match. Uh, first and foremost, the fans really showed out. We brought a lot of stuff. Other fans brought a lot of stuff. The There was a TV involved. It was a great setup. We, uh, Juan, uh, insane. We had a we we built a fence. They built a fence. Uh, so we put that up on the ring ropes, 
It was, a, it was a really good setup. I mean, honestly, that was something I would have expected to see on TV or on a GCW stream, something to that effect. Uh, all the guys went really hard in the match. There was uh, staple gun spots. There was – I felt really terrible about something. So I made a uh, thumbtack wiffle bat. There was a thumbtack carrot. Uh, I made a wiffle ball bat that was wrapped in thumbtacks, and they hit insane with it. And the the tacks stuck in insane shirt, and he had to take a couple of bumps with the tacks still in his shirt. And I I felt awful. My bad. You were supposed to get somebody <laughs> else with it, Luchador Insane. But I still love you. Um, insane gave Corvus a spanking with the thumbtack chancla. Chino Red asked for. Corvus asked for that. Corvus asked for Corvus showed Chino what happens when you sit too close to the TV. Uh, it, it, honestly, that was a really classic, great match, and it didn't, it didn't really have to be deathmatchy. Like there, there were times where the deathmatch element just didn't exist, and it was the three of them wrestling. Great match. I strongly, I strongly agree with that being the main event, and it delivered. It sent everybody home. Everybody was in a rush. Everybody's adrenaline was going. It was classic. Yeah, for a Sunday show, main event, first ever show. So you think it, I mean, closed the deal as best it could, huh? It was great. Like I said, it's hard for me. I'm, I'm slightly biased, so I'm trying not to just because I wasn't there. Um, but I support those guys, you know, considerably. <laughs> no, it was a winner. Very cool. You're muted, Angel. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, I would say, no, I hope that there is a, a second show because then, you know, I definitely want to do March, that. Say, so March 5th, mark your calendars. Uh, show number two, same venue. I can't mark it right lost. Now, but I will. <laughs> we also Simply already lost. have a talent announcement for that show. Oh, oh yeah? Did he? The leader of change. Chris oh, that's Carter. right. I didn't know if it was official. He just put, yeah. uh, there's going to be change all over it. But yeah, okay. It's not an official announcement. I was going to say, I have to be honest. Very heavily. If it's, very heavily. if it's not Chris Carter, someone needs to talk to Simply Lost about what gimmick changed you. But I think Simply, I think Simply Lost gets it. So you've oh. got to be there. That was I would have so, if I had paid twenty five dollars for that show, I would have still felt okay with it. It was ten dollars okay, cool. to get into that show. Um, there, there just was no better deal than that. Yeah, and percentages of that did go to the VF as well, the ticket prices. Very true. Like, I'm saying like a lot of that went back to the veterans. So that's that, that's, that's a supporting that's, promotion. A lot of what you put into that promotion is supporting something somewhere. It's not like it's not just a cash flow promotion. They're not after your money. Like we paid, nope. we paid honor, honor to the vets. We it, it was a yeah. great show. That I felt, I really honestly would try as hard to get to Simply Lost as I get to Loco, and it's even better because it's up the road. And it's yeah, a shirt. Closer. Yeah, it's North San Antonio, so I don't even have to go into San Antonio to get to it. I loved it. Thanks, thank you so much. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome, man. <clears throat> so what else has been going on? <laughs> hey, so you know what? Hey, I got, I got, I could talk talk about my big, my, my big stuff. Yeah, dude. Okay, so while we were off, there was a big announcement, possibly one of the biggest announcements that New Japan has had. Now. We're not going to talk about the World Tag League and stuff like that. That's still happening. You know, no one cares about that. But this announcement. So I was wondering, yeah. when they announced there was going to be three Wrestle Kingdom shows, I was wondering, how are they going to fill up a third show? Like, what can they do? Hold on, buddy. I'm finally talking. 
yeah, I'll build it later. So yeah, so <laughs> I, I I got I got him a little workout bike. So he wants me to put it, put it together. But yeah, but so I was wondering, what are you gonna do with this third show? Is the 50 year anniversary for New Japan? So you're gonna do something big, and yep. they did. They announced it's gonna be New Japan versus Noah. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! When I saw this, I freaking marked the fuck out. You don't understand? Like I talk about New Japan here because that's what really everyone knows. But sure. Noah is like my second favorite promotion. Uh, well, next I mean, to AEW. You being Pluto bro has nothing. It's not that's not a specific to New Japan. Yeah, no, no, not I'll do. I, I watch. Pluto I Bros watch Japan. Yeah, Japan, man. Like right now, actually, I, I'm, I'm rewatching a match right now just because I love that. I'll talk about it in a second. Can, but we can we can see it behind you. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. So they announced it. It was it's gonna be on the third night. 8 January, it's going to be on a Bima, which is a Japanese pay-per-view uh, streaming service that really is, I hate it because I have to wait for it to be uploaded in other in other areas. But uh, from what I understand, a couple of days later, it will be uploaded in Wrestle Universe and it will be uploaded in uh, a New Japan World. But yeah, so th- this isn't really unheard of. It actually caught a lot of people by surprise. And if you go to these Japanese uh, wrestling groups, you're going to see a lot of negativity for it. And but there's a reason for it, right? Especially like a lot of the gatekeepers, right? So Noah and, and New Japan actually worked together back in like 2015, 2016 mm-hmm. timeframe. This is especially uh, after what happened with Noah. Noah's always had a really shady dealings with like financial stuff, especially when it came to like um, actual like the uh, jacuzzi stuff like that. They actually was caught by by. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. So so Noah's always had I'm some weird. Yeah, so Moose had some weird financial stuff. What I didn't know was that during this time frame, New Japan was actually paying for a lot of their foreign talent in NOAA. Noah wasn't paying it. They were so they were financially backing Noah in certain certain aspects. And that's what we saw a lot of like so we saw a lot of guys from Noah show up to the G1 in 2015 and 2016. And then we had Suzuki Goon leave, take over Noah, which then kind of just killed the promotion, but doesn't matter. And then they came back and whatever. But what killed that connection was Noah got bought out by another by another company without New Japan knowing, and that what killed everything. And then that that kind of sealed the deal for New Japan really working with other promotions. So what and is this what I can bring up your guys' favorite character, Evil? So one of the reasons that I can't stand evil is because Tom is because uh, Dick Togo is a major part of his act, and I can't stand the shit that he does. But he was one of the guys that actually helped set this connection together. So I guess evil actually unintentionally was part of, of a good thing, right? So it's really him. Excuse me, and this guy called Nizawa. Professional wrestling without evil, baby. Ah, fuck off, right? So he's the one to kind of put this all together, put this all together, and so it it, it actually and it it it, it kind of opened up the doors for New Japan because now we're gonna see some really interesting matchups, and they're already going back and forth on Twitter. Like Okada is his usual dick self. He's like, who is? What is Noah? What is going on? Is isn't Noah where old people go to? One of the reasons for that is because. But it's my shock, people. Keiji Muto still wrestles. The great Muda, yeah. he still wrestles. To my chagrin, I cannot fucking stand I was, it. I, know I think that it's me crazy. Yeah. fucking <laughs> insane. It fucking drives me insane. And this is what a lot of the a and lot no, of the and he doesn't only just wrestle. Like he's like fucking title title matches. <laughs> like he's he beat yeah. Go Shuzaki, an amazing 
year run of Go Shiozaki, who's you guys is this amazing fucking guy, and he fucking lost to fucking Keiji Muto in a really underwhelming match, and then he won the fucking tag titles last month. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But is it he has a connection? Keiji Muto versus Evil for the main event of one of the nights of Wrestle Kingdom. No, so 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 this so this so this so this is where it gets interesting, right? So the connection is Keiji Mudo was one of the three musketeers, which so a lot of people know the four pillars, right? What people don't know is New Japan had their version, which they call the three musketeers, and Keiji Mudo was one of them. So he's actually one of the few guys that's actually held the the IWGP heavyweight championship and also the GAC heavyweight championship as well. So he, when him talking about it, uh, he hasn't really like said anything outrageous because he doesn't want to piss off anyone because he's going to be a major part to this. If you look at the the promotion picture sent out, Keiji Muto was right in the center. So and realistically, it wouldn't make sense for him to go against Sonata because Sonata is his heir, like that was his number one protege, and that's why when Sonata went to TNA, he put on the great Muda gimmick, right? Sure. So it makes sense, but what I'm <sighs> What I'm think is gonna happen is we're, we might see Keiji Muto go against the I whoever wins the IWGP uh, Universal Championship, whatever the fuck it's called now, and on this night as the main event because why not? So I could totally see Okada or Osprey or Shingo go up against fucking Keiji Muto. But outside of that, though. Fuck that, because we have guys like Nakajima, who I'm watching right now. He just wanted to say evil. (laughs) No, no, no. So no lie, I do not know who evil will go up against. There there really isn't a character like evil on and Noah, the only one I can think of maybe is like there's this, there's this dude I I always forget his name. He he he's a he, he he's he's a like a disco guy. And he fucking dances. So I could see them doing some weird stupid shit with with between them. So I, I don't know where we evil like and we don't even know what matches are gonna happen. Like so th- th- there's some rumors that it's gonna be a whole bunch of multi man matches, right? Because they don't want either promotion or look bad. I hope that's not the case. I hope we're going to see a lot of one-on-ones. Like, for example, like, already the the the, the current JC heavyweight champion, Nakajima, he's already talking shit. He's like, honestly, we're better than New Japan. I don't care what anyone says. I I, I want to go up against the best of the best. So, I, you know, you imagine him versus Osprey, him versus Shingo. And just, okay, just imagine, like, for people that love Shibata and all that, this is how this guy wrestles, is that kind of really heavy kick just really heavy just offense right so see, see guys like that see uh oh, fuck there's a, there's, a, there's a whole way. oh even fucking goto so goto called out segura which segura is another he's a 55 year old guy but he's fucking awesome he's an awesome old ass dude it's actually great right so it's actually because of this has come out they've also in japan also hinted yeah I'll show you in the chat uh, how it looks like. It's it, the dude's pretty ridiculous, but the but because of this, they've hinted in in that there's other deals that are set in place. So it's like, what other promotions could be working with, right? So supposedly, according to one source, uh, they said that they've they Ching they've told Shingo that they're talk already talking with Dragon Gate. Well, people don't don't know Dragon Gate is essentially the lucha resu so it is the the japanese version of lucha wrestling so that's where like shingo comes from that's why uh ricochet came from uh yuha nation um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
mm-hmm. all these guys. Um, Akira Tozawa, a lot of these like really good Japanese uh, junior heavyweights come from Dragon Gate. Uh, that's actually where Pac actually, after was he was released, Pac, was. Pac yeah, went yeah. to Dragon Gate and was their champion, was fucking killing it. So that's that's, that's super. Created, that's, that's, that's what created the booking problem with AEW because Dragon Gate put the belt on him, and Pac said that I, I shouldn't lose. I'm, I'm Dragon yep. Gate. Exactly, and then also, of, yeah. which I'm excited also. So supposedly, uh, they've and they've even reached out to Tajiri, who is currently in All Japan Pro Wrestling, and. If that happens, then we, we might get my second favorite wrestler of all time going against my favorite wrestler of all time, Kento Miyahara versus fucking Okada. And don't worry, I know no one knows who Kento Miyahara is. Just imagine a much more physical Omega. Much, much, much more physical Omega with fucking charisma at the fucking ass. I will, but don't worry, Brad, I will, I will show you some matches later on because I fucking love Kento Miyahara. So this opens the door to so many things like with new japan because new japan always had this isolate this uh, this like isolation type of mentality especially in japan no like in japan really doesn't have that japan actually japan is one of those rare rare situations where there's a lot of freelance wrestlers that they, they go back and forth between noah and all japan and dragon gate and and big japan oh lord you know what? Actually, yes, Ooh, yes. Put them together. It. That would be great. That would be fucking wonderful. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Match of the night. Match of the year. Match. Of oh, the for for sure, for sure. So yes, so so that that got me super excited. I was like, hell yes. But unfortunately, there's one other thing I want to bring up is so again, New J- Japan shut down again to have foreign wrestlers in. Now, unless you have a working visa, a citizen. Or I think that's it, really. And then, of course, you, just, you have to live there. Uh, so a lot of the guys that we were hoping to see come back to New Japan, like or, or just go to New Japan initially. Like, Will Ospreay is fine because yeah. he has a work visa. But guys yeah. like uh, – fuck, I, I call him the Omega clone. But what, what's his name? He just he just fought Okada. Uh, Buddy Murphy, what was his new name? Uh, oh, yeah. Buddy Matthews. I want to see him in New Japan, so I – but unfortunately, he's, he he won't be able to go. And guys like Daniel, like Brian Danielson, who wants to go to Japan, still cannot go because of this whole situation. So, unfortunately, that's that happened. But is hey, of, is it because of COVID? Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's because of, so of that. So we went a little farther. I was trying to, I was going to ask um, some yeah. people because you know we have there's we have fans of Japanese wrestling here that will kind of understand the significance of a Noah versus New Japan. Yeah. But let's make a, can you make like a, a comparison, like an yeah, equivalent, no, an American sure. equivalent of what two companies that would be the yeah, same as? No, here, sure. It, 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 it would literally be WWE, WWE and AEW. It would be the that's two biggest thought. promotions. Okay. In, I was going to say Japan. that, but this is, that's. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's debatable on like Noah, like, so, so you have DDT, so you have DDT, Dragon Gate and Noah and All Japan. At one point, All Japan was the most popular, but of course, it went down. New Japan came 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 up, and then the second one would arguably be either Noah or Dragon Gate. But now Noah's selling out again, so I would say it definitely is like a WV and an AEW uh, type of mentality, which is interesting because they have different styles. Like for sure. for those who don't realize, like Japanese wrestling is very much in two different, like three different styles. You have your Lucha, you have your King's Road, and then right. you, and then you, you have your, um, uh, fuck, Fighting Spirit. Uh, I just forgot the third one. Nakamura, strong style. 
strong style, style. right? Yes, yeah. yeah, strong style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say Noah really took over more of the strong style now because of how physical their matches are, and uh, and then of course you have uh, I would say New Japan became more a little bit of King's Road. King's Road is essentially it's like you, you kind of build upon finishers and then you start doing finishers and stuff like that and you kind of build and eventually you you might have to uh release an even bigger finisher to yeah. kind of knock out your opponents so that's what kind of the king's road kind of mentality is so i think it kind of flips up but yeah that that is the that is the equivalent like the two biggest japanese promotions working I together yeah. i figured that but i just wanted to get your opinion on it no for sure for sure yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying so again supposedly new japan working with all it's, it's actually going to be all the big ones because they're going to they might be working with totally working with dragon gate and working with all japan so so is this something that's going to be i know it's happening next month or whatever but is it going yeah, to so, you think it's going to happen throughout the whole year so, so 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 that's what they hinted because they're, they're really going hard on this 50 year anniversary for uh new japan right because it started in 1972 so if you go to their website new japan 1972 is because of that it was founded in 1972 yep. so so they're going to be doing a lot of big things so this is the first big event. Now they did say there's no indications that they're going to be doing more joint shows with Noah, but I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing some more. Like because obviously what's currently going on, we're bringing foreign wrestlers in because New Japan heavily. I was going to say yeah. Yeah, New Japan heavily like 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 falls on having foreign talent. That's what kind of you know guys like Osprey, Omega, Jay White. But the fact they can't get that now you have. You have another avenue working with Noah. Now let's just make sure. Hopefully, we don't piss each other off, and hopefully, it, it works out good. Because of course, all of your puro gatekeepers are worried that oh shit, they're gonna do a joint show. Noah's gonna get buried. I don't think it's gonna happen. I I, yeah. I, I think the people's at people's at B realize that you know th- this this is something that all fans want. So. Let's just, let's just have a great show. So, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be January 8th. Uh, it's going to be on a Bima. So you're going to have to wait a couple days to see it on Wrestle Universe or and all that. And I will say, just in the match I'm putting on right now, again, Wrestle Universe is free. It's free. There, 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 I, I, there's this match, Keno versus Nakajima, for the both the both of the belts, the big two big belts. They had a one-hour Ironman match. And it was oh, yeah, basically yeah. Yeah, it was basically just strikes. They're beating the utter shit out of each other. Like, if 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 you're if you're into that, if you're into this whole Brian Danielson, like utter, like just be just kicking fucking ass, bro. I'm telling you, it's free. Check this out. Check this out. Yes, yes. What is this so, again? It's Wrestle Universe. Yeah, and Wrestle. i and you Wrestle Universe. You don't know when you get Noah. You also get DDT, which is the other big promotion, which has a lot of comedy, which people like. There's this other one called uh, Tokyo uh, Japanese Wrestling, which is a female promotion, and then you also will get um, Garo, which I don't really watch, but this I just I don't have time. But and Noah has English commentary, so it's it's they're 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 stepping up. They realize that they're 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 becoming the big players again. So let's start doing it. So yeah, man, something check it out. Very cool. And then another thing I wanted to ask that got far now a little kind of doesn't make sense, but I don't care. Um, okay, no. Because I know because we bring up a great Muda, Kaiji Muto. Yep. yep. What? So you you hate what he's doing now? Like, what do you think? Yes. Though, no. Like, because his no, prime no, no. is one of the In best his prime, ever, right? One one of the greatest. I mean, come on now. He yeah, of all time. He okay. uh, yeah yeah yeah. I just wanted his to matches, that as well because it's like yeah, yeah, no no favorite, his one of my all time favorites. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. His matches <laughs> in the eighties nineties super influential. The Mist. 
Like, come yeah, on now, he, you know. When he came to the states, it was he was it was everyone was in awe of him. Yeah, because his his whole charisma, his his his, his, his like how he carried yeah. himself, and he wasn't like a caricature. Like like during that time, a lot of Japanese wrestlers would come and they would just be like your mm-hmm. stereotypical oh evil you know guys. Like, like yeah, he was a heel, but it wasn't like it wasn't like oh he's like this. He was just like a really scary motherfucker who yeah, threw, like, who like throw mist at you. Yeah, yeah. And then like. He was like everyone thought he's like is he Kabuki's son like great Kabuki's son like that's what yeah. everybody thought here in the states exactly because yeah. Kabuki yeah because yeah. he used to do the same shit too yeah and it's yeah. cool yeah he you know he did different color mist which means yeah different things. the red mist the green mist the yellow mist yeah, yeah exactly so or, that's what I'm saying so don't get me wrong yeah, no yeah, there was, I think there was yellow yeah I, I I'm a big fan of Keiji Muto Great Muto back in the day Got not it. a fan of almost 60 years old or 61, 62 yeah, year so old 2010s 2020s 2000s yeah no no specifically. specifically 2020, 2020, 2021, Keiji Muto, I don't ever want to see in the ring. It's awful. It's utter awful, and I don't like how he buries a lot of the rest that's of the, the young yeah, wrestlers there. But. Putting titles on himself and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but hey, that's okay. what, you know. Well, I just wanted to okay. clarify that, though, because like I said, he's he's one of my all-time favorites, period. Yes. Not just oh, no, for sure. Wrestlers. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I mean, you, 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 you see his influence everywhere. Like, yeah. I mean, in 10 years from now, if Shawn Michaels was still like doing stuff from now, I'd probably be bothered, too. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. he might still. Be I mean, he Mark. could work. So, like, but to me, age is not so much a thing because the guys like Segura, Suzuki, they're in their mid fifties and they're still having great well Suzuki, but they're still having pretty decent matches. Sure. So it's not so much an age. It's just like, okay, yeah. you're you you're you're super old now, and also you can't really wrestle like as well as you used to like back in the day, you know. So you you got guys like Undertaker, which is not really like a good example because of what he kept doing. But he always would say he never he wanted to stop when he could no longer go the same way he could, right? I just cool. What do you got, Speaking of the Undertaker, did y'all see his? Uh, did y'all see his Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was pretty interested to see his Mount Rushmore. Uh, by the way, for those of you uh, that were tuning into the beginning of our show and heard me talk about people who can't let go of the past, not only did the Undertaker not put himself on the Mount Rushmore. He did also not put Hulk Hogan on Mount Rushmore. He sure didn't. He <laughs> sure yeah, Andre didn't. the Giant, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and uh, who was the fourth one? Was it? Just you're wondering that. Oh, he doesn't. It was yeah. Sean. Sean yeah. Michaels. Yep. 100%. Yeah. 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 It was, yeah it was, so it's been the three and, the record, and then Andre. First title reign for Undertaker. He took it off of Hulk Hogan. So like they, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like it's not just like oh well, Hulk Hogan was before him and he was after. No. Yeah. That's him saying no. He's not. On the yeah, knows. Oh, Undertaker <laughs> knows how much of a real piece of shit Hulk Hogan is inside yeah. and outside the business. See, well, but he's because Hulk Hogan fucking did him so dirty in their matches in the beginning this, so much. This is my no thing, selling man. his shit. <clears throat> fucking dead t- on. Josh is so dead on. Like he was <laughs> such a piece of shit to everybody yeah. in the business, inside and out. And yeah. if y'all remember, you know, back in the back in the nineties, like the locker room. Undertaker owned it. Like it was a. Oh yeah, he's the. He was the judge of the locker room. Like they said, there could be physical fist. What they call the court? What was the What was the court called? What was it called? Was it King? It wasn't King's Court, was it? No, it was. No, it wasn't Cowboys Court. It was was, was Wrestlers Court or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's a name for it. He was the Undertaker. And it was legit. Like it started as a rib, but then it was just like, all right, well y'all got problems, all right. And they would have fucking someone defend them. Like it was like a real court See, case, yeah. I will say, but in all fairness, though, like so when people think of Under the Giant, they think of 
you know, WWE version Andre the Giant, who at that point was almost past his prime. So we talking about like he he was like 15 years or 17 years undefeated, like the, the, this dude. So, yes, yes. So, so I could totally see why Undertaker, a big guy himself, would yep. say you know the best big perfect. man of all time, yeah. Andre the Giant, undefeated in battle royals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, oh, <laughs> what, what <laughs> like, oh what? shit! That's what they named after him. Yeah. Oh, I know fucking day. Day. I was wondering. Uh, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Andre the Giant myself too, but I was like, why the fuck did they call him the Giant? Yeah, he's oh, okay. I mean, I saw him. He used to come. He even came to Texas World Class. I think a few times. You saw him? Like, no, not in person, but like watching him as a kid. Okay, not, before say. WWE and all that shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was, yeah. Every, he was everywhere when he had the Grand Wizard as his manager. Like, yeah, the Grand Wizard. Himself. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, just, I don't know. I don't know if I would put him on my Mount Rushmore. Now I feel like we should just get our Mount Rushmore right now as to sign off. And you can go first, Angel. What's your Mount Rushmore? What? Oh shit! Oh, the, hey, if it's real, it's real. Okay, 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 <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You shouldn't have to prepare. Okay, fine. You know what? You're right. Shawn Michaels. Period. Of wrestling, by the way, this isn't a WWE bullshit. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, re- wrestling, wrestling. Mm-hmm. I would say Shawn Michaels. I would say Okada. I would say. Um, oh, go, go, got, 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 damn! Hold on, hold on, hold on. One of four pillars. I just, I just, I just, I just lost the name. No, he, he played. He was Tiger Mask. Uh, he helped found Noah. I, I, it's, gonna, it's gonna come to me. I, I feel bad. Someone in the comments can say it. They're not gonna say it. And then I would say, for me personally, Carlos Colon. Okay. Being so being in Puerto Rico, out. he was yeah. He was a favorite. You know what? That's already. You know what? No, 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 no. I'm. I love Carlos Colon. He, he, as a child, he was. I'm gonna put Macho Man in there. Ah oh, man, that. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna hey, lead you're, off. You're, 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 like we could all have the same four. Like it's I was gonna four. lead off with, and I got a couple that a lot of people don't include in their Mount Rushmores. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one is Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, there's not a single person alive that doesn't uh, recognize Macho Man Randy Savage. He protects um, my kitchen, so I, and he's at every PPW show. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, like Macho Man is the coolest shit. Um, Eddie Guerrero has to make that list for a multitude of reasons, not only his in-ring abilities, but what he gave back to the community, what he left. Um, people say that Eddie Guerrero is only immortalized because he died early, and I disagree with that. I think we were yeah. robbed of what he would have done in the wrestling afterlife of the life. He did a lot. He did a lot when he was alive. Right. He was a little dude in WWE. And he beat Brock Lesnar little dude no one WWE. beat Brock Lesnar. That's right. massive. AJ Styles. AJ Styles has yeah. to be on the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Because honestly, AJ Styles <laughs> create AJ Styles helped bring wrestling back to an area that it was cool. And, and there was a time where AJ Styles was doing shit Jeff Hardy wasn't even really doing. Yep. So I think that's a huge one that so people want to And honestly, <laughs> honestly, oh you you kind of have to like it has to be somebody from the indies. So I really do lean towards like a Brian Danielson. Or maybe yeah. even like you know something like that. Somebody that held it up on the indies and somebody that's just done it all and fought and recognizable. So I, I would say that would probably be my Mount yeah. Rushmore. Okay, okay, can I just can I, can, I, can I just change my four now? Because that now now fuck. Okay, yeah. I, I I just say the guy I forgot was Misawa. Was Misawa. So okay, that's the guy I was thinking about the Four Pillars of Heaven, who's had arguably the greatest matches of all time. Guys, look up Four Pillars of Heaven. He he if he he is most likely your favorite wrestler. Favorite wrestler. Let me say right now, Misawa, and. I would I would take out Okada because he hasn't taken enough. I would say AJ Styles because AJ Styles is the he guy who went. 
He was the one I first thought that we were gonna say. No, because because <laughs> okay. for me, for me personally, AJ Styles was what blew my mind that there's a world outside of WWE, and he's literally done it all. He's been the top guy no matter Everywhere. where, if it's Everywhere. Indies, TNA, Everywhere. New Japan. WWE he won the merch. belt his first night. No, that's unheard of. The first mm -hmm. night he showed up in New Japan, he won the belt, and then he goes to WWE and wins the belt. And even being a, sh a shorter person, so yep. I have to include have AJ Styles. Seen, I totally agree. Hear me out. If you've never seen AJ Styles versus Abyss at TNA 2005 <sighs> Lockdown, oh my god, that yes. is one of yes. the greatest cage matches you will ever watch, yeah. and it showcases AJ Styles' depth. I have it on DVD, right? There. I'm pointing at yep. it. Yep. Yes, <laughs> so good. If I had to pick AJ two matches to take with me to heaven for the rest of eternity, that match would make the list. And yep. a lot of people in my life, when they say, well, fine, okay, show me a wrestling match, that's when I show them. It's got a little bit of everything. They start on the outside. That's, they go, that's a great classic match. I won't take up any more time barking about it. No, it's okay. Gosh, what's yeah. your what's your Mount Rushmore? Well, y'all fucked me on one of them, so I'm just gonna start with that one. AJ Styles, oh, <laughs> he was like a no brainer for me, yeah. um, because he does it all. He can do it with anybody. He's the one that you know. He's like you can wrestle with a broom and fucking five star bullshit, whatever. I hate that shit. Um, but you know what I mean. AJ Styles can do it all. Did it everywhere, everywhere he's been. He's the guy. He's fit in the he was in main event mafia he was bullet club he was yep. like all like everything he, every kind of thing he did yeah. the suit he did the jacket he does this thing he does my own thing now i got a giant fucking hinging he did the emo shit he yeah also... exactly he's got his, he's like sean michaels diesel <laughs> with fucking that almost in him like you know what i'm saying like he just yeah. he does it all he also keep in mind he debuted in wwe as aj styles himself in the royal rumble he as won phenomenal, the title later that year. As phenomenal AJ Styles. The phenomenal They did not rewrite him. Lot. They did not make him change. Like, they don't acknowledge his TNA, so obviously. For but sure. Yeah. It was him. And he skipped but then, NXT. But, then, but he was phenomenal. Where did he become phenomenal AJ Styles at? DNA. Dead yeah. arm. Like even <laughs> yeah. WWE yeah. was like, that's just untouchable. Let's like, just bring it. You can't no, you, you, you can't. And the that pop he got. Bro, oh, I yes. still get chills thinking about it, man. When that when that they showed up, the camera the camera fucked it up, but still it was good. That's okay. Whatever. The music yeah. and then when it said phenomenal, I was already yep. like, ah. yeah. Yeah, ah, good man. I miss it. Because usually about two or three weeks before the rumble, I don't try to watch anything like or do anything yeah. online. Cause I wanna because they already fuck it up and they tell you who all's coming and then it sucks. You yeah. know, so like I like because I don't I've never I always watch the rumble. Anyway, so that's one. Two is probably everybody could know as I'll say Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Because I think he's the greatest of ever, of all time. Same here. No. He on the mic in the ring, in the storylines. He fucking carried Hulk Hogan's ass. He's he's worked everybody. He had a freaking ten years past his prime. Ric Flair have a, one of the best matches at WrestleMania. Oh like, man, because of Shawn Michaels. Because of fucking Shawn Michaels. Um, I got to put a big man in there. So my favorite all time big man is Undertaker. Um, I think. He's, let's go on, let's go on. he's been there. He's done it all with all those guys as well. <laughs> he's made all those guys things. He's went a little too far, whatever, you know, lasted, came hung around a little too long, but he didn't, he wasn't there every week getting shoved down our throat either. Like it was like, you know, out of respect, like, okay, well, it's the man. Right. That's his thing. Right. He you did know, the once a year deal. Like that's what he would do. He would pop up once or yeah. twice a year. I but he that can. And that's hard. That's and fucking he, hard. And he could, cause you just show up, you're boom. And that's it. All right. Yeah. All right. You know, when you hear the boom, like, Holy fuck. 
So then, yeah. then I got to go kind of back and I, I don't know. It's just a personal thing. And this is our fucking thing. Right. So I, I would give it to Dusty Rhodes. I would say he's going to be my fourth because he, he like did so much back in the eighties that changed because everyone was trying to be the Ric Flair and work in the gym and everybody's trying to be the big you muscle. Don't know hard times, daddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nobody that's ever cut a promo. Like, like I love MJF. I love CM Punk. I love all these guys that can cut promos. That's, that makes wrestling great for me. That's one of my favorite things, but there's nobody that I think this is okay. I mean, it's me talking, obviously, right? No one's ever cut a better promo than Dusty Rhodes because, and, and the only one that I think is kind of close and doesn't get respect because he got all fucked up and drugs and whatever, but uh, Jake, the snake Roberts, I think. Oh dude. Yeah. The only Never. one that even came close. And I almost said him instead of Dusty, Dusty just has the better track record yep. and it influenced more current yeah, talent sure. than anyone else. I mean, there's female talent, all kinds. Like he helped everybody. Yeah. Those two and names. He changed because he was the out of shape, chubby, fat guy doing the matches with Harley Race and Ric Flair for yeah. the yeah. world title back in the eighties. That's and what I was going to say. Those two guys knew how to stand out and be different. Like Jake yep. the Snake and and Dusty Rhodes, from from a visual perspective, didn't have much to offer. And if you remember no. Jake's early appetite, just like green tights, a sack. But everybody Red remembers pants. Jake the Snake. Red pants before that. Yeah. Yep. And he, and he never raised his voice. That's and, the thing. And, and you ask him why, and he said, "Because if you're talking, if you're saying something important, people are going to shut the fuck up and listen." Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that persona. They delivered the same promo that everybody else might have the opportunity to, but they had that uniqueness. Like Dusty had that flair. And Dusty didn't have to yell either. Right. It he did. would yell. His his volume would go as needed, but it was just like, "Let me tell you something, Daddy." <laughs> like, you could tell. Like you you can just hear them, and you know that that's them. With kings and, and, and a lot of guys right. these days, like they really don't try to separate themselves in their sound and mm -hmm. their promos. Like it's just, I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna tell you the date. I'm gonna tell you the person, and we're gonna fight. And I just come come find out when I'm worth. We're gonna battle. But like Jake would have been like, "All right, come come December 10th. I'm bringing my snake." You're gonna find out who's really better, and it was just good, man. Like, like yeah, oh, never, never touched a snake. Yeah, and he's a good dude. I've got to hang out with him a few times, and he's nice, he's fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> so, jealous. Jealous. But, snake but I, Roberts, so I said my first indie show ever. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but Dusty Rhodes rounds out my. So it's AJ, Sean, Undertaker, Dusty Rhodes. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. That's all my, good. Yeah. I think we've all like, you know, show we we kind of showed our our what we preferred and kind of sure. like what we and grew that's up what everybody on. Does, yeah, huh? sure. there's not yeah, a right yeah, or wrong yeah, answer. Yeah. People, that oh, for sure. Ah, but there's there's there's, there's, there's uh, trust me. I've 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 seen I've seen this art. I've seen this in many groups, and there's a lot of wrong answers. But that's neither here nor right. there because it's just opinions. But <laughs> oh, are we get we can end it on that. Oh, come on. See ya. Bye. Peace. <laughs>